word of the Lord, Revelation 3 and verse 20. I know your version will say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. But I want to read from the Passion Translation of the Bible and I count of three. I want you to read along with me. One, two, three, go. Behold, I am standing at the door, knocking. If your heart is open to hear my voice and you open the door within... We're going to read that again together. One, two, three, go. Behold, I am standing at the door knocking. If your heart is open to hear my voice and you open the door within, I will come in to feast with you and you will feast with me. Will somebody say amen to that? This morning the Lord is saying, Wherever you are, whatever your situation is, I am just at your door. Hey. Which means the Lord is not far from you. Which means you have not lost the Lord. Oh, how glad am I. And he says, if your heart is open, if. I thought it's with your ears you hear. If your heart is open to hear my voice. It means it's not enough to hear with your ears. And every heart that has been shot against the Lord for whatever reason, by the mercy of Christ, may such heart be opened. If your heart is open to hear my voice. And if you open the door. Where? Within. God says I can't open it for you. If you If you open that door. Within. Sometimes that door is shut by pain. Sometimes that door has been shot by disappointment. Sometimes that door has been shot because you feel the Lord took too long. But if you open the door within, God says something will happen. And what will happen is not predicated on you. Once you do the two things, God says, I will do the rest. God is not asking for much this morning. If your heart is open to hear my voice, and if you open the door within, it says you'll have done it all. It says my response is I will come in. Not to rebuke you. Not to correct you. Not to fight with you. To feast with you. How can you feast with me when I have nothing? Because the feast is going to come in with him. And you will have no choice but to feast with me. Hold it there. In John chapter 21, the last uh, chapter of John, uh, John's gospel, the Bible says they went fishing and they caught nothing. 
And Jesus stood by the shore and says, cast the nets on the right hand. And when they caught fish, Bible says they were dragging the fish and they said, they said they saw the Lord sitting on the shore. He says, come and have breakfast. Not the fish they caught. The fish that was already cleaned, marinated, garnished, roasted, and bread waiting for them. You know, when you've been fishing all night, you're cold and you're tired, even the fish you caught is additional word. He came with the feast. Every time the Lord says, I want to feast with you, it is not what you have he's talking about. He's coming in with the feasts. Will somebody who hears his voice lift up your hand in prayer this morning? Father, we thank you because you're speaking volumes. Volumes. You're speaking with the voice of love. You're letting us know you were never far away from us. You know our address. That's why you can be knocking on the right door. Lord, you have not asked much from us this morning. You just said, open your heart so that your heart, not your ears alone, can hear my voice. The voice that calls the dead back to life. The voice that speaketh the things that be not as though they were. You're only asking us to open the door within. Because if the door within does not open, the door without is useless. Lord, I thank you this morning because something is truly about to happen. I thank you on behalf of every family, everybody represented today, that nobody will go home empty-handed. And the name of the Lord will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated this morning. I want you to bring up my sermon slide because the word of God I bring to you this morning is entitled, It is Leading Up to a Feast. The word of the Lord to you this morning is whatever is going on, it is leading up to what? A feast. You know, until the Lord spoke this to me, I could look at the catalog of events and activities in my life and I think it's leading up to shame. Can somebody feel me this morning? When you look at the catalog of events in your life, you're trying to look at this money, it, it, the prognosis, uh, according to logic and good reasoning, is that it is going to lead to a disaster. No, 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 no. God is saying it is leading up to a what? A feast. If you receive that word, celebrate with joy in your heart. Because this is the voice of the Lord. If you look at the sequence of events in your life and you look at your auntie, you look at your, you look at the people around you, it always usually leads to shame or disgrace or, or premature death or your marriage breakup. But God is saying it is leading up to a feast. What is going on with God? You know, the way God sees things is different from the way men see things. That's why don't let your emotions and your decisions be predicated on how you see things. Madam, you see but you don't see well. It is not leading up to disgrace. God says it is leading up to a feast. Let me try some believers on this side. I say your situation is not leading on to untimely death. It is leading up to a feast. 
you know, can I tell you something? You are overrating your ability to reason. You are overrating the your response of your emotions. Your emotion does not have the wisdom of God. Your ability to see, even with your 2020 vision, cannot you cannot see the end from the beginning. God, who was at the beginning and the end at the same time, said, It is not leading where the devil told you is leading, it is not leading where your emotional stage is leading, it is going to lead up to a feast. Whoever the candidate is for this blessing, let your amen sound greater than anybody's own. told you about Anna this morning. The other wife, the Bible says ridiculed her. When it was time to go to Shiloh, you want no, you want to go to Shiloh. Now people like you, they, they look for, for Shiloh. Oh, I feel for women. Women that have big front, big back, everything big and you can't produce one child. Maybe the other sister is small like that, you not get anything. Every two years, just dropping babies. You know, sometimes when you have beauty and it's not producing the result that people that don't have beauty is, it looks like God has abandoned you. That is the meaning of ridicule. When people take what you have and use it to knock you down. Bible says she wept bitterly. You know who you are. You know I'm talking about you. Hello. But you still came to Shiloh like Hannah. That's why you are going to be blessed like Hannah. When she got to church, her pain was so deep that when people were praying, her own prayer was unusual. Her own prayer was different. Please stop harassing different people when they come to church. You don't know why I am praying the way I'm praying. You don't know why I'm crying the way I am crying. If you can't help me, please leave me alone. So Hannah, Bible says she was praying with her heart and her lips were moving. And normally when your lips are moving, you will be a sound. No sound was coming out of her mouth. Okay? Something day, where if you make sound not come from your mouth, even day you they talk for your heart. Forget all the nice clothes. Forget all the nice perfume. The person next to you is going through something. You know what happened? The priest came. And George has situation. He said, how can you be drunk at this time of the morning? If you were Hannah, you may have gotten up and walked out. That is the problem of a lot of people. You didn't come here to meet a man. You came here to meet Jehovah. You want to take offense with me? Who am I? I'm only a servant of God. This altar is not my altar. When I finish, I come down. This altar belongs to Jehovah. You come to church, you take offense with the usher. You don't come to church anymore. Did you come to church because of the usher? What is she? The priest said you must be drunk at this time of the morning. 
Look at you. Your mates are standing up, raising up. You sat down. Your mouth is moving. Nothing is coming out. Thank God Hannah didn't get up like a lot of us. That's the problem with a lot of people. May the devil not trick you on the day of your miracle. And trust me, the devil can use anybody. The priest didn't know what was going on. He judged the situation according to that. That's why I'm saying that, Moga, you see your situation and you think what you see tells you that it's going to lead to a disaster. That's why you're acting the way you're acting. Even the priest saw something the eye not see well. Let Jehovah, who sees the end from the beginning, tell you what it is leading up to. I come to announce to you, it is not going to lead to shame. It is going to lead to a feast in the name of the Lord Jesus. The priest saw something. And he must have seen drunk people in church before. And he felt from his experience of many decades of pastoring and being priest that this one is another drunk person. Just because my situation looked like somebody's situation, it doesn't mean it will lead to the same conclusion. That's why anybody that has looked at your story, look at your family, written the prognosis of your life and decided that this is where it's going to end, let me pray one prayer. It is disgrace that will meet that prognosis in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What's the other part? Aropi means it is the nature of human beings to put a full stop on your life because of the sequence of events of your family. To put a full stop on your life by the limit of what they see in your life. But what cannot be seen of my life is bigger than what can be seen of my life. Because the one I'm talking about cannot be seen. He moves so quietly, you won't even know he's moving. So even when I'm moving in the wrong direction, as long as I have Jehovah in my life, Madam, Majealarokwe, because all the Arokweda receive this grace in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you look at the situation, you're going to say it is going to lead to poverty. You're going to say, this woman will never have a child. After all, she's been married for this year. This love, where your guy have for him. This double portion, yeah, feel it, nothing, nothing. But God is not the God of nothing, nothing. God is the God of double, double. 2020, in the year 2020, God is going to double the blessing because of what you're going through in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every voice that has said nothing, nothing, they will see double, double in the name of Jesus. It is leading up to a feast. That is Jehovah's view of the situation. Whatever your emotions is telling, you know, please let me tell you something, particularly women. You see, when they say women are emotional, please, when it comes to God, tell your emotions to keep quiet.
Because if the woman listened to her emotions when the priest spoke, ah, a barajefoch priest. Talk to the priest anyhow and go home with a curse instead of a blessing. You know what she did? Her emotions said, you have been through enough. You dragged yourself to Shiloh. If this man be a man of God, he should have known better. We'll have just dressed him down. And then an angel will strike her. But she didn't do that. She silenced her emotion. I want to speak to the women. Silence your emotions. You know what he said? He said, my Lord. Somebody say you're drunk in church. With all your pain. And she did not answer him according to emotions. Ah, I'm speaking volumes. But he that had an ear. Let him hear what the Lord said. She said, my Lord. He said, your handmaid. She even called herself. She brought herself low. He's not drunk. She is in the bitterness of my soul that I'm speaking. I am not drunk, my Lord. How many women can call a man of God who got it wrong, my Lord? That's why I want to say to you, when God puts a man here, it is not your hand to bring him down. You will be the one that will go down. She said, my Lord, I am not drunk. I give you the permission to stop moving with any woman that talks nonsense about holy things. I give you the permission, move away from them. Say, my Lord, your maid servant is not wrong. She's, I'm speaking from the bitterness of my soul. If you knew, you know what the man of God says? Is that so? Whatever it is you desire, receive it. He did not even know what she desired. You see, just because he got it wrong does not reduce his authority. My authority is not based on my ability. Authority, ability, they're different things. My ability is limited to who God made me to be. My authority is endorsed by him. The man that could not tell that the woman was not drunk. Did not know the content of the prayer. But stood in his authority and said, whatever it is, receive it. The Bible says, one year after. As the man said, it came to pass. I've come to tell somebody that no matter the sequence of events, how it looks, it is not leading to shame, it is leading up to a feast. That is not the kind of prayer you say one amen to. You know, that's the kind of prayer you say amen and amen and amen and amen. You know, when some people come to church, they come and form before God. Can I tell you, oh God? <laughs> hey, if you form, so tell you form before God, you will become ice block very soon. <laughs> Let me pray that prayer again. I said, no matter the sequence of events, no matter what position anybody has taken, because God can remove somebody and replace the person with somebody better. I say it is not leading up to shame, it is leading up to a feast in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. said, it is in your hands. 
He said, behold, I stand at your door. You know, if some people had their way, they would remove your door so that the Lord wouldn't visit you. <laughs> he says, I standing at your door, knocking. And God says, I will keep knocking till you hear me. If you don't have time to waste anymore, today is the day you will hear that knocking. Over. And he says, now it is in your hand. The, how do I know that? The word if. If your heart is open, not your ear. To hear my voice. And you take action. Not so much you open the door outside because he can walk through that door. It is a heart within that God does not walk through. That is the heart, that is where you have choice. When the Lord arose from the dead, the Bible says he walked through the wall and he says, have you got any food? You see, the door outside is what you're meditating on. No, 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 it's the door within. He said, if you open that, leave the door outside. I can deal with that. He said, I will come in, whether you open that door or not. You see, what I'm saying is physical things are not what disturbs God. It's spiritual truths. He said, when I come in, I will come in to feast with you. You know, the versions that say sop is weak translation. I always knew this in my heart. And you will feast with me. And even though your kitchen is empty, your bank account is empty, all you have is pure water. And the Lord won't drink pure water, trust me. <laughs> it says, we will have a feast. Because when he's knocking on the door, there are bearers of good news behind him. You know, the Lord will not come into your house alone. Kings don't move alone. He's coming with good company. Who am I prophesying to? May the Lord come into our homes, come into our lives, come into our businesses, come into our family with all the bearers of good news with him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me show you what it means when the Lord says feast. Bring me the translation, the Bible, uh, dictionary translation of feast. A feast, in case you don't know, is something that gives unusual delight. It's one thing, you see, when the Bible says delight yourself in the Lord, and you no, no. Delight yourself in the Lord, grant you the desires of your heart. There's a, there's a scripture that I remember that talks about God giving your, your heart's delight. So, when it says a feast is something that gives unusual delight. Delight is something that mesmerizes you. But this one is so mesmerizing, it's called unusual delight. And abundant what? You see, that's the problem with church people. You don't know how to enjoy. You think enjoyment is not part of the testament. Excuse me, you can go to another church. But how many people know that he gives us all things richly to enjoy? You will have abundant enjoyment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Enjoyment is something, abundant enjoyment. When God says, I'm coming in to feast with you, he's saying that the result is you will experience unusual delight and abundant enjoyment. That's what that scripture is all about. A lot of people are knocking on your door and you're shaking. And you rush, you open the door. What did they bring? 
What can they do? Look at the people you shake for. Stop tripping. What is the totality of what they bring to the table? And the Lord says, I'm standing at the door knocking. But he didn't tell you what is surrounded by. He sends me to tell you because he loves you that I'm surrounded by bearers of good news. This is a time to rush. To obey what the Lord is saying. To open your hearts. To hear his voice this morning. In the year of Jehovah Roy, it is a voice thing. To open your heart to hear his voice. And he's speaking again this morning. He says, if you will open the door within, to rush and open that door that you shut out of pain. Even if you're not sure, examine is my heart open. People come to church and their heart is still closed. People are married and their heart is closed. People are praying and their heart is closed. How do I know you pray and your heart is closed? You're not expecting any results. Who is glad to be in church this morning? Why didn't you stand to your feet? I want multimedia to give me the Jehovah Rohan Psalm, Psalm 23 and verse 5. Psalm 23 and verse 5. We're going to pray. You don't hear words like this and do nothing. It calls for action. Look up on the screen. The psalmist says, you prepare what? A feast for me in the presence of my enemies. A feast. After I have walked through the darkest valley, the darkest, dark, the darkest seasons of my life, it is after all that that should lead to an early grave. He said, no, no, no. Whilst you're going through that, the Bible says all that time you're going through, he had not forsaken it. He was preparing. The word prepare talks about time. By the time you arrive there, it means the Lord had been preparing whilst, if you go back to verse 3 and verse 4, you are walking through the darkest valleys of your life. Don't, 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 don't go back. Don't go back. Just stay with there. He prepares a feast for me. When my enemies are still around, if you are waiting to relax, when you don't see your enemies again, you will miss the feast. They will still be around. It's in the middle of all that that your miracle will show forth. God has a way of doing things. A man will relax when the enemies go. So while they're there, sit down and feast with me. Let them have the displeasure of watching you enjoy life. He says, you honor me by anointing my head with oil. That honor comes because you open the door of your heart to hear him, to listen to his voice, he prepares a table and says, wait. And honors you. The word honor means because of something. You anoint my head with all. The result is my cup overflows with what? If you don't say, you can't have it. 
my cup overflows with what? Every other translation says my cup overflows. This one says what it is with blessing. May our cup not just overflow. Let it be specifically overflowing with what? Blessings. Give me the contemporary English version of the same scripture. Just switch to CEV. Who want to pray? You treat me to a feast. Does anybody understand the word treat? Please, I beg you, do you understand the word treat? A treat is something you do usually to reward somebody or to compensate somebody. When you've been through the valley of the shadow of death, the Lord says, my response to your hallelujah in your dark hours. That's why I like that song. My response will be hallelujah. It says my own response to the people that say hallelujah in the face of everything they don't like is I will give you a treat to a feast. Whilst your enemies watch. Can you lift up your hand to God? And say Lord I've heard you. My heart is open to hear your voice. Tell the Lord, Mio, I have opened the door within me. I have silenced my emotions and I've chosen to hear God and to trust God. My enemies may not evaporate. My enemies may not change their mind. Enemies shoot arrows. Let them continue to shoot arrows. My response is hallelujah. Father, let me be part of those you will treat to a feast. Because if you say it, you will do it. Tell the Lord quickly, say, so Lord, my situation is not going to lead to shame. What? That is good news. My situation is not going to lead to disgrace. Hey! I walk through the valley. I walk through the darkest hour of my life. Everybody abandoned me. I even abandoned myself. So it is not going to lead to shame. It is going to lead to a feast. Hey! Jehovah Rohi, I will follow you. Thy rod and thy staff, no wonder they were comforting me because my story is not going to lead to shame. It is leading up to a feast.
you play it on strings for me? And I want you to hold somebody. I know that there's that we don't have that problem. Just help me hold somebody. Pray for that person that your situation is not going to lead to shame, according to the word Lord. It's going to lead up to a feast. This is an instruction. Pray with all your heart for that person. It's not going to lead to hell. It is going to lead up to a feast. Hey, said the Lord. To unusual delight and abundant enjoyment. As is impossible as it sounds. But to God, nothing shall be impossible. To him that opens a door that no man can shut. To the one that's called the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The one that's God all by himself. To the one that sits above the circles of the earth. To the one that made time for man and dwells in eternity. To the everlasting king of glory. The, the bishop and the shepherd of our souls. He has spoken. Nobody can disannul it. Let your response be hallelujah. Amen. Let it be unto me according to your word. Even though I have never slept with a man, let it be unto me according to your word. Even though my situation is so extreme, let it be unto me according to your word. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. You're my redeemer. Redeeming every situation in my life. Redeeming me from shame. Redeeming me from unhappiness. Redeeming me from failure. You're my redeemer. My response is hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're my redeemer. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for the hearts to respond to the voice of God. We thank you for the door within us that was shut against you. is open and the Redeemer comes in with the bearers of our good news. Thank you for redeeming us from shame. You're my Redeemer. Thank you for redeeming us from poverty and sickness and squalor. Thank you for redeeming us from failure. That's why my response is
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Because the road we're on is leading up to a feast. To you alone be glory and praise, majesty and dominion. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Put your hands together and bless the Lord someone. As you take your seat, I want to delight you for you to know that there is a feast fest on earth, according to Psalm 23, and there is a feast in heaven as well. The feast in heaven is called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And in Revelation 19 and verse 9, the same New Living Translation, the Bible says, And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited, not to the marriage supper, to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Blessed are those. If anyone misses the feast on earth, how can you be sure that that person will be part of the feast in heaven? The New Living Translation calls it the wedding feast. My prayer is for you and I. We will not miss the feast on earth. What kind of amen is that? <laughs> I will not miss the feast in heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus, if you have been blessed this morning, celebrate the Lord who gave us the good news.